hello guys welcome back to my podcast it's another day is another podcast so i've been trying to be consistent but most of the time i run out of op- options like topics to talk about but i've just finished reading this book i'm not your baby mother by candace breathworth and oh my god this book is so insightful and i think what i'm gonna do now is share this book with you guys hopefully i'm not going against copyright hopefully share this book with you guys episode not episode chapter by chapter and let you know the points that i've taken from this chapter talk about each each chapters and next week every week now i'm dedicated i'm going to be releasing new podcast which new topics and for now we're gonna be talking about i am not your baby mama by candace breathweight and this is our first book and there's uh i think it's a sunday best yes sunday times bestseller this book is the absolute best like honestly guys if you're in the uk i'm not sure if it's available somewhere else in america or canada or somewhere i'm not sure but if you're in the uk just get this book man it's so so good honestly that it's so insightful but enough of my chit chat let's get to the point so she she gave an introduction and that's not really what i want to talk about appreciations and stuff but chapter one is called the bluest line everyone know what the blue light means so <laughs> once you see the double blue line and your period is missing you know you know what is up you know things are not looking right so in this chapter basically she was talking about literally the first paragraph she said she said she just dropped a bomb like literally she went straight for it she was like to set this on the tone of this book i need to begin with a disalarming honestly mm-hmm. That's the way I like to live my life, you see? I think it's best. I think I think it is the best way to protect myself, to dig deep down into the proverbial basket of dirty laundry in coat and proudly hang it out on the street for her to see. Okay. I mean, you cannot shame the shameless. So if I've already shamed myself, what's the shame going to do for me? So she said, so... There it goes. I never wanted children. Dun, 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 dun. Just for reference sake, this book is written by a black woman that grew up in a Caribbean household. Black people everywhere know is you telling your mom or your relative or your aunties that you never wanted children. <laughs> the pastors are going to come for baptism. Honestly, it's going to be a talk of war. But yeah, she dropped the bomb and they're literally the first page of the book, like, the the one two three four five the sixth line of the book so she was just like after that a contraceptive failed her and in her early 20s she discovered she was pregnant eh, you know and now i mean obviously she said that in the in the first paragraph of the book she knew she that the man responsible for the pregnancy was not going to stay so she knew immediately our only options was to have an abortion and i think this topic is very very delicate when it comes to the black community i don't know about other community because i'm not exposed to it 
But when it comes to the black community, the topic of abortion is so, is more like a taboo. It's like, don't mention it, don't talk about it. Even if it happens to you, never ever mention it to people because it's like a stain on your image. Do you understand? But anyways, she sat there, she said, she knew, she didn't know she was pregnant, but obviously she missed that period and then she had to go get the pill and then she discovered she was pregnant. So now she knows abortion was the only option for her at, at that point in time because the partner was not willing to stay and there was no point. She was still in her early 20s. Her life literally just begun and she was not willing to have a child at that point in time. And she mentioned one of her, one of her mates in secondary school that had a child early and then they had to like go to her house, donate things to her and she's seen the experience. And moreover, her mum happens to be a single mum as well. So she's lived that experience. She knows what it's like and how difficult life could be when you're raising a child by yourself. I mean, kudos to all single mum, man. And then she was like, no, she's not. And she's the eldest of three children. She's literally a mum's younger sister. Because if you're the first female child, you know the feeling. You, you, you're the one there. Like literally every single day you're there because you you just you just take up that position naturally you just like you just live with it because that's how life is now so she knows and she has a little brother that i saw a little at that time as well she knows keeping the child was not an option so now on the next page she talks about how a mum got separated from her dad when she was eight months old because of his philandering so because before they got married it was already seeing other people and then she kept up with it she was okay with it because already she was pregnant but then eighth month after they got married she she left him because obviously it was she found out it was cheating on her again and yeah she left and she became a single mom and she was she had to move back in with her parent so our mom had to go back to work and then she talked a bit about her granddad. Oh my God, the way she spoke about that man, you know, is phenomenal. So wait, listen, yeah. I'll read out what she says about her granddad. She was like, so, okay, after a comma, yeah. And so the role fell to my granddad, the droll of a family crown, the most constant and consistent man in my life. Look at that honor, man. Look at that badge. And then she said, a short, camel skinned man with a sharp tweet a white smile puppet with flakes of gold and wealth of wisdom oh my god that is an a, the use of words she is so articulate literally when you re, you know yeah i'm telling you if you got access to this book go get it and we can discuss on my podcast about what you think if you think i'm exaggerating or if you think she's actually genuinely really good oh my god she is amazing but anyways back to the book so yeah the role of raising her fell to her granddad because then it was um it was attacked by a very violent um um group and he became blind on one of his eyes so he couldn't work anymore and her grandma let me see what she described on her nan um her grandma happens to be a very strict disciplinarian and she was she carried the responsibility of the house so this is what she spoke about her grandma she said 
Vern, Vern is Anand's name, was really was a no-nonsense woman who took pride in dotting every I and crossing every T. Where my granddad excelled in making sure the house was kept together, my nan was meticulous about ensuring that there was in fact a house to be kept. Whilst she was she wasn't against having a tidy home, my nan wasn't as, wasn't as strict about about cleaning as my granddad. So yeah, so the granddad became the homekeeper because obviously he's been disabled and he had to like clean the house. I'm sorry if the word disabled is offensive to some people. I've just realised is is not capable enough to um to work full time. So and a mum as well has to go back to work because obviously she needs to provide as well. And a nan is literally the housekeeper. She's the she's the breadwinner. So our granddad end up raising her which was beautiful like this the way she spoke about that man in this book you just know it was amazing well he's amazing he's still alive so and then she spoke about our nan tried to put her into dance school and the dance teacher said she could dance but then she always falls yeah this book is it's funny because she made the pun of words is good and yeah and again she talked about a second pregnancy now in her late 20s when she was 26 and this time around she fell in love with a nigerian guy and his name was Bode. well obviously i'm only pronouncing it properly because i'm nigerian and she wrote it in the book pronounced like beyonce i don't even know how that correlate but okay <laughs> his name was Bode. and obviously if you know nigerians and jamaican if you know that historically like back in the days we don't mix so they got a problem with that as well and it's just a bit of um twist and turns but our mum and she spoke about she referenced what our mum said about the first pregnancy as well our mum was like my mum didn't even try to entertain the idea of an abortion babies are a blessing that's what our mum said because obviously that's what everyone believes that's what every old african parent really not every that's been that's generalizing that's what most old african women believe that babies are a blessing you should keep them why not but when she was having that first abortion she thought she spoke about how she was sitting in the in the um toilet with blood and and nan came in because she told nan about it and nan literally was like go after abortion if it's what is right for you and she said she said um she and nan walked in and then she was in pain like literally in pain and nan the the moment nan saw her she transferred her to the bathtub and she can feel it in that moment that she has been through something like this before it's not new to her the kind of support you know when you're going through something and you see people that's been through similar situations you kind of recognize it you know this woman is not new to it but she she did say in the book that she never mentioned anything pertaining to an abortion to her but in that moment she knew something had happened to her that is more she she relates to her in in a more like a shared experience kind of way and then back to when she met Bode they they had their first child together and then they went on to get married in spite of the odds against them because obviously the the two different people from two different cultural backgrounds even though we're not entirely different but Honestly, if you know Nigerians and Jamaicans, <laughs> back in the day, now is is a bit is a bit is a bit better now. But back in the day, it's like oil and water. Honestly, 
everywhere and it's like oh you're nigerians this is it's just the stereotype everywhere so and it hopes at the end of the chapter i'm just gonna read the ending note the ending paragraph at the chapter and said and she said and so in this way i knew that whilst the road ahead wouldn't be wouldn't be easy filled with more judgment than a courthouse something told me to give it a try i guess love would do that for you so yeah that's the end of the first chapter the next chapter is desmond you know remember the tv um the tv show desmond so yes the next chapter is desmond and we'll be talking about desmond next week so this is the first of the this is the end of the first chapter of um i'm not your baby mama i'm not your baby mother by candace brathworth what it's like to be a black british mother and she did mention it in an interview that as at the time she was writing this book there was really no book out there like literally this is the first book that relayed the experience of a black british man which is like uh 2021 but obviously someone has written it finally so you know what you could do is buy the book support the business search for her because she had a new book now sister sister which i'm gonna do after this book depending on the amount of listeners and the amount of people that's interested um am i speaking to you fast but uh, yeah depending on the amount of people that's interested so yeah because i don't get any at most of my friends now because everyone is back to work i don't get anyone to invite i would have loved to discuss this with any of my friends that have read the book and know we can share and rub minds which would be, would be more interactive that way but i'm so sorry i'm the only one again but obviously we're doing this book and it's, it's an amazing book honestly it's beautiful so next week we're gonna talk about desmond that's the second chapter in the book and we're gonna take it episode by episode till the last chapter i'm not sure how many chapters this is because i've read it before my mind just went through it again now because i've finished reading a second book as well because yeah she got a second book i've finished reading a second book as well and she had a new bag line oh my god candice is so hard working man she has a new bag line and um so it's up to chapter eight and the chapter eight is brown girl in the ring brown girl in the ring so when we get to that point, we we'll discuss about it. For now, we're gonna stop at this point. This book. If you do, please let me know that you want to see more of this and you want us to speak about more of um, "I'm Not Your Baby Mother" by Candace Brathwaite. Brathwaite, spelled B-R-A-T-H-W-A-I-T-E. Candace Brathwaite. I'm not your baby mother. What it's like to be a black British mother. So. Yes, that's going to be the end of today's episode. I hope you really enjoyed it. Honestly, I really hope you enjoyed it because I really enjoyed this book. And I hope you feel the same enthusiasm as 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 I am right now. Like, honestly, this book makes me happy. So, thank you guys for coming to my TED Talk. I hope you enjoyed this episode. See you later. Bye.